morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88. Right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning and you're with the double L team, Larland. Lawson. Lawson, how are you this morning? Are you dry this morning? Yeah. It's pretty wet out there. It, well, you know what was interesting? So I got in my car at home and there wasn't much rain. And then on the way here, there was a bunch of rain. And then as I was, you know, pulled up here at the studio, I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have to get out, run through the rain, you know, put my laptop under my shirt and like to shuffle into the door of uh, our offices here. But then it just stopped raining. Nice. So I was just protected, blessed. It was great. In fact, I would say that's what I'm grateful for this morning. I love the rain. Uh, I just, I, we talked about a couple of days ago how we've already broken the record for the most rain in the month of March. Yeah. Well, Nobby's Beach almost had 300 millimeters in the last 24 hours. So yeah, that's, uh, we're getting just a ridiculous amount of rain here on the East Coast at the moment. This is a good thing. I'm loving it. This is great. Keeping us nice and cool and potentially very hot weather in March. And, uh, yeah, it's great. Yes, Lawson has another identity as a duck. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> what are you grateful for this good morning? Weather, good weather for ducks at the moment. Okay, let me think. What am I grateful for? Well, you know, with all of this rain happening and all of this wet weather, I'm, I'm just thankful for my metal roof. Because oh. you can hear it. That, that night. so relaxing. In bed. That's so it's good. Best sleep ever. Okay. I actually, so growing up, I had like a kind of metal roof, but I feel like I was too close to it. And when it would rain really hard, it'd be too loud and then I couldn't sleep. Yes, but- I don't think there's anything such as too loud when it comes to a metal roof. In weather like this, I'm kind of tempted to take my bed and put it in the shed. <laughs> it's like, I just want to go and sleep in the shed where there's like, you know, no insulation, no nothing. And I can just lie there and hear the rain. If you enjoy listening rain on a metal roof when you're asleep, give us a call. You're listening to The Breakfast Joe Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. All right, let's have some positively different news this morning. What have you got for us? Okay, so Lyle, remember to our back to our Bible study yesterday, how we were talking about the economic system of Israel and how it's self-regulating. It's self-regulating yes. capitalism. self yeah, um, absolutely. And how, how awesome of a thing that is, how it's, uh-huh. it's, it's liberating to the people. And one of the main reasons why it's so good, and I guess the problem that we see with uh, capitalism today is that it's not self-regulating. And because it's self-regulating, it stops the cycle of poverty, yes. essentially, um, because it gives people opportunities. Um, it essentially gives a, a line or a lineage that would otherwise be low. It doesn't rob from the rich. Yes. But it breaks the cycle of poverty. It's, it's, yes. It's just like the, the best system. I mean, this is a perfect system. Human beings can always and always will mess up a perfect system, but it is mm-hmm. a perfect system. Now, the cycle of poverty is something that, you know, uh, fortunately for the for the people in Israel, because of this system, they could uh, they had a workaround for it. Unfortunately, we don't have that system today, and it's something um, that affects a lot of people, particularly in the area of education. Education is um, essentially, like, very expensive, um, and for people who are in low socioeconomic areas, not just in their particular country, but around the world, um, lack of education yeah, is a massive problem. Uh, more than 72 million children of primary uh, education age are not in school, and 759 million adults around the world are illiterate. So that's one-tenth of all people around the world who can't read. 
Like we yeah, don't, wow. we don't it's see these. Imagine, isn't it? Yeah, we don't see this at all in Australia, right? Like we are, you know, if if we like one tenth of people in Australia not reading would be, we would. If, if you got if you got people in Australia that don't read, it's usually because of um, dyslexia. dyslexia. Mm. You know, that's really the only reason. Because hey, every kid that I know of goes to some kind of school, mm. whether it's home school or real school or whatever. Um, or maybe that should be the other way around, but <laughs> real, real school, school is home. home. School. <laughs> Anyways, there is, uh, I read a really inspiring story of uh, a young woman who is trying to make a change in this area. Her name is Maggie Grout. Um, she's a 15 year old Chinese immigrant who was adopted as a baby by the founder of MapQuest, um, which is essentially a map, uh, you know, uh, internet startup from the nineties, a map app similar to Google Maps. And what this girl is doing, she has essentially created a model to make cheap um, schoolhouses around the world uh, by 3D printing them. Now, this initial model that she's come up with, um, these first houses that she's making, uh, these first schoolhouses that she is making, that includes internet connection, you know, doors, working windows, tables, chairs. Um, it's like a hexagon. It's in like this hexagon shape. Um, really stylish, really cool and really effective. Um, and they're solar powered as well. Um, are going to cost around for the first building around 20 grand. Wow. Which is incredibly cheap. They're estimating that it's about, it's about half the price of traditional methods of building a schoolhouse like this. Um, but furthermore, it's not even gone into production yet. So they're assuming that once they get these things into production, once they have more corporate backing, because at the moment it's existing as a startup and it's preparing to print its first house in Madagascar, giving education to the people over there. Once it goes into production, once these things are more in demand, once they have corporate backing, which is probably inevitably going to come once success yes, comes to this yes. project, we could see prices even lower for a schoolhouse that houses, you know, 30 to 50 children, has internet access, you know, working doors, windows, running water, solar power. Like this is an inc- incredible and amazing, um, essentially innovation. And the thing that I love about so you it, you take control P and away it goes. Yeah. Control P enter. Yeah. Control no. P enter, copy paste, bam. And this thing, uh, this, uh, I read here that the 3d printer that they're using comes from a Finnish company. It's about seven feet tall and it can build these just huge blocks and then assemble them together. But what I love about this is that this, Young woman, 15 years old, Maggie Grash. She's essentially a girl and she's recognized her, um, I guess, place in the society, like in- incredibly blessed to go from, you know, she's an adopted Chinese in- immigrant who's, you know, fortunately walked into a lot of family success with her parents being, you know, the founders of MapQuest, very well off and whatnot. And she's decided to use her blessings, her um, the riches of, you know, her, her family before her, uh, to stop the cycle of poverty. She, instead of having a self-regulating check that will maybe undercut the greed of the people, she's just made the decision for herself. 
And, and I see a very important spiritual principle here, and that is accountability, essentially, and your own personal responsibility. We all have the choices every single day to do the right thing, to be generous. We don't need a government agent agency speaking in our ear, telling us what to do on how to be generous. No, we are just inspired by, for us as Christians, God to be generous. And then we can just apply that to our context and see, oh, how can I be generous? Maggie Grout as a 15-year-old has seen, okay, I have all these connections, all these opportunities, all this potential, and I'm going to do something fantastic with it to bless others. Um, so I feel like, yeah, a very inspiring story. She she is now, uh, you know, herself, she's kind of building her profile as a uh, humanitarian. She's featuring in TED Talks and doing all these, you know, things that humanitarians do, and we'll see how this grows in the future. Her, her non-for-profit is called Thinking Huts, and I believe that there's probably, you know, the Thinking Huts brand, they probably have some way to donate and whatnot. But yeah, mm. amazing stuff. Okay, so we've got a text message coming through already. Somebody, oh. somebody thinks you're a bit crazy. Okay. Um, enjoying rain. There are parts of our state that have had, you know, a little bit more rain than what we have. Yeah, And our sympathies. Sure. We don't mean to be unsympathetic to those parts of the state that are dealing with flooding right now. Oh, yeah, it's um, <laughs> Somebody mentioned that uh, two vans ended up on their roof between Maxville and Coss Harbour uh, in a matter of hours yesterday. Um, so yeah, they're getting some pretty heavy, uh, some pretty severe rain in Ooh. some of these areas. I did hear there was a place that got uh, 500 millimeters. Um, that was yet this time yesterday morning. That's what a foot and a half of rain in a 24-hour period. Mm. And so while we are enjoying the precipitation that we're getting here in Newcastle, that is a manageable amount. Yes, yes. our hearts go out to those, and our prayers are with those who are dealing with uh, flooding at this particular time. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, well, in Newcastle, we're just set up for it. We live on a hill. Yes, that's right. All the water right. just goes into the oceans. It just runs off. Yeah, awesome Cuts stuff. Cuts roads, but we get around it. <laughs> You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. All right, Lyle, serious news around the world. What's going on? The world's largest and most advanced empire in its day. Mm-hmm. As, as far as land area, or, or I should say the largest empire the world has ever seen as far as land area. Sure. Not as far as the number of people that it uh, controlled or how far it stretched around the globe, because, of course, that was the British Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the largest empire ever by land area was, of course, the Mongolian okay. Empire. Yeah. And they spoke and wrote in the Uyghur language. Mm-hmm. And so the Uyghur people are still, you know, a major people group uh, spread, you know, across, uh, you know, Turkmenistan, China, places like that today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, a large percentage, they're a, they're a Turkic kind of people, uh, a large percentage of them, you know, the bulk of them live in modern-day China. The U.S. Secretary of State, An- Antony Blinken, um, will be meeting China's top diplomat, Yang Jiet. Chi, mm-hmm. forgive my butchery of Chinese names, um, in a few days' time in Alaska. Now, why they're meeting in Alaska, I'm not really sure. There's not really much in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Alaska is like a pretty depopulated place, but that's where they've chosen to meet, so that's where they're meeting. This is going to be the first uh, opportunity for the Biden administration to have face-to-face talks with China. Oh, wow. So it will be interesting to see what happens and uh, how... Um, how far up the list of important things to talk about the Uyghur people are. Mm. Okay, so in the, amongst the Uyghur people, of course, this has been an issue that has been ongoing for a lot of years now mm. where there's over one million of them 
that have been imprisoned in concentration camps in uh, in, in 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 Western China. Mm. Now, the reason that they have been impl- placed in concentration camps is because of their faith. Yes, this is religious persecution on the largest scale that our world has seen since the Nazi death camps of the Holocaust. Wow. And mm. so, you know, when you've got a million people in concentration camps, that's just massive. Now, of course, the uh, Chinese have said, no, these are re-education camps. They are vocational training. There's, you know, nothing to see here, nothing going on. Of course, in today's world of, you know, a digital world, it's like, why are you trying to say this? Everybody knows exactly what is going on. You can't hide in today's world. We can see what you're doing from space, from our satellites. And there's, you know, several million people who are regularly communicating about these kinds of issues. And so um, we know, yeah, pretty much exactly what's going on. Basically, what you've got is cultural and religious genocide. Yeah, well. And mm. so you go into the uh, re-education camps. The idea is that they are going to educate any form of religion or faith um, out of you along with your culture so that you go in as a Uyghur, you come out as, you know, a Chinese Communist Party supporter, mm. and that's what they want, everybody to be the same shape, the same size, the same everything. That's kind of how... Uh, socialism works. It's like, well, we can't have everybody, you know, saying bad things. So we're going to legislate not just what you say, but we're going to legislate how you think. That's the attempt that is being made here. Um, and so it will be interesting to see what the Biden administration does because, you know, the Biden administration has taken, you know, a lot of very strong stands recently. Um, you know, even, uh, as, as, you know, on, on, on as major issues as, uh, you know, the Dr. Seuss Reading Day, which was instituted by the White House, uh, not mentioning Dr. Seuss recently, um, which was kind of, uh, bizarre. Mm. And, and, you know, you've got issues like a million people being in concentration camps. Okay, are you going to actually do anything about the real problems we have in our world? Yeah, well. Mm. You know, we're focusing on minutia while we actually have massive, massive, you know, systemic slavery, cultural genocide, people being killed, people being enslaved um, for their faith. Mm-hmm. And, okay, these people are Muslim people, and I'm not a Muslim, so why would I stand up for the Muslim religion? The reason is that I'll stand up for the Muslim religion is because I will stand up for any religion. We have a God who believes in religious liberty, and if our God believes in religious liberty, then we need to stand up for religious liberty as well, because the simple reality is without freedom and without liberty, love does not exist. Yes. Mm. You know, you can't force people to love the Chinese Communist Party. Mm. You can force them to say that they do. But you can't force them to do so. And you can't force people to love God. You can't force people to worship in a particular way. They, you can force them to say certain things, but you can't change a person's heart by, uh, legislation. This is the largest imprisonment of a religious group since the Holocaust. And outside of that, it is probably the second largest imprisonment of people for their religion ever in the history of our world. Wow. That's off the charts. Of course, the uh, Chinese have claimed that there are no detention camps, that there is no one in detention, that these are vocational training centers, and that they're actually empty right now because everybody has graduated and has happily gone home. Mm. 
Um, yeah, like as if the Chinese Communist Party has ever had a great uh, track record of telling the truth. In the UK, they are now debating uh, Victorian-style uh, anti-conversion legislation, mm. even possibly a little, little bit more draconian than what they have in Victoria. Uh, MP Alicia Kearns has argued that any prayer inconsistent with LGBT plus theology Affirm or uh, affirming theology should be banned. Okay, so outlaws. Ooh. This is a, this one. This is a, a, a law that outlaws compassionate care for people with unwanted same-sex attraction. So basically, it strips people of their liberties and their freedoms mm-hmm. to actually choose mm-hmm. what kind of care and what kind of counselling and what kind of outcomes they want. It says you can only have one outcome. If you don't fit into the box that we want you to fit into, you get no choice at all. Wow. This is pretty full-on. This is really bad legislation for LGBT plus people because it is stripping them of their freedoms. Mm. Um, it gives people absolutely no choice. And it's been stated in Parliament that the primary target of this legislation is parents. Because they are the ones who are creating the most danger. And so here we are. We live in a society, and I know that you've seen a million memes on this already, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. We live in a society where during prime time television, you've got Cardi B <laughs> doing, uh, simulated lesbian sex on a stripper pole at the Grammy Awards, and uh, we are, you know, this is this is art and this is something that we should be proud of as a nation while we give, you know, five-year-olds the right to choose what gender they are. Mm. You know, it's just the most absolutely bizarre world in which we live. And may the Lord come soon is all I can say. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Well, joining us right here in the studio this morning is James Hope. James, welcome to the show. Thanks, Lyle. How are you going? Yeah, we're doing great now. Of course, James is from 3ABN. 3ABN is kind of like our sister organisation, Big Sister, though, because they do TV as well as radio. We just do radio here. Um, But we are super, you know, um, thankful that we can both work on spreading the gospel through media together. Mm. And, of course, 3ABN has been around for, like, Forever. 37 years this year, I think, November. <laughs> 37 years is not wow. a bad effort. Yeah. How long have you been in Australia for? Uh, since 2000 and, let me think, this is going back, 2003 we started in 2003, August. Scratch, scratch the memory banks back, <laughs> yeah. back that far, I don't even remember what I was doing in 2003. Maybe you all do. I was but in uni. There you go. I was in preschool. <laughs> 2003. <laughs> You're that young. Yeah. <laughs> 2003. All right, let me think. I was running an evangelistic campaign in Bosley Park in Sydney. There you go. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Wow. Still have some great friends that I met during that uh, during that program, people that um, came to God and so forth, which was uh, fantastic. Okay, so uh, you guys have been around for a long time, been doing media for a long time. Uh, you also broadcast on uh, 87.6, 87.8 and 88. Um, across a whole bunch of transmitters. Yep. And so you plug in and fill a lot of gaps where we can't fill those gaps, which is That's absolutely right. fantastic. But you've got this box <laughs> sitting on the desk here in the studio in front of us. Yep. It's got this uh, name on it, um, Interless mm-hmm. or Interless. And I'm super curious to know what is in the box. Well... 
there's a picture on the front. I mean, people on radio, you're not going to see this thing. Okay. But um, Lyle and Lawson can see so it. He's opening right the box right now. The lid is coming off. There is a picture on the front, but now we can see what's inside, which is... Well, well, it's kind of another surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's a box. It's a, like that. it's a set-top box. Basically, I should go into the history of it first before I talk about it, but um, we are on satellite. We yes. broadcast on satellite, That's online, right. um, on live streaming online as well. Um, but there are whole parts of the world that can't get good internet. Okay, here's another question. Before you go to those parts of the yeah. world that can't get... Does this kind of weather we're having right now, does that mess with people's satellite signal? Yeah, it does. Okay, all really right. bad um, because rain blocks the signal. Yes, I would have thought so. Yeah, and and I work through internet, and of course the uh, the system that we use here at, at uh, Faith FM is an internet based signal, and for some reason the rain messes with our signal as well. Mm. Well, we had trouble at work yesterday. Our internet is through uh, microwave, right, and it. Uh, was dropping out really bad yesterday. We have a really good connection, except when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So, so around the world, there are places that have no internet. Mm-hmm. In weather like this, there are times when you have no internet or satellite, mm-hmm. and you have a solution in the box. We do. We Tell do. Us about it. All right. So, about five years ago, um, we're looking at what we can do for the South Pacific Islands. Now, it's expensive to go on satellite. We were already on two, well, at that stage, we were on one signing up for a second satellite over Australia. So we're on Optus D2 and we're on Vast, which is um, Faith FM's also on Vast. Um, and that's basically access to satellite pro- well, television programs, commercial and whatnot from um, regional and rural areas that can't get, or black spot areas that can't get normal television signal. So we're on there. But we thought, what are we going to do about the South Pacific? South Pacific, it's expensive to get on a satellite out there. Most people have got really expensive or no internet at all. So how can we get programs out to them? And I would imagine that it would be very challenging to, you know, send technicians to get out to all of those villages and so forth and just set up, you know, satellite TV in everybody's home. Well, that's right. Yeah. So, and it's expensive. They can't necessarily afford it. So, basically, um, one of our colleagues in the US at 3ABN in the USA, he has a, a business that he has called My SDA TV. So, My Seventh Day Venice Television kind of yep. box. It's a set top box. You connect it to the internet. You get streaming of all the, most of the Adventist channels like 3ABN Hope Channel, um, Amazing Facts, it, it, it is written, Loma Linda, all those different ones like that. And we said to him, what can we do? So he came up with the solution of a box with preloaded programs. And there's lots on this. There's over 4,000 programs. Wow. And um, basically, now I'm just drawing a blank. Basically, the idea was that this box would fill in the gaps where we've got no internet or satellite. And, you know, no internet, interless. Yes. That's where the name yes. comes from. Yes. So it's Interless by MySDA TV. So it's by the um, MySDA TV. Um, well, it's MySDA TV set top box. Now, I've had the privilege of being on the project since June last year. Okay. So there's been a decent project then. Oh, it's been going, well, at least I think the first code that was written for it was back in 2017. So it's been going a bit longer than 
Yeah, about mm. five years, so yep. 2016 wow. I think it started. Mm. It's taken some time. There's been some issues with supply, uh, getting equi- um, sourcing boxes or set-top boxes that are appropriate and getting the software written. Um, I was given the software to look at a pre-release of it back in June and I said, well, I'll get involved and see if I can help get this ready for prime time. Mm. The guy who worked on it, Joseph Kouisi, he's in um, Uganda. He's an excellent programmer. And he's done an excellent job with it. And then I just put some finishing touches on it and we've done testing and finally getting the content ready for it. But basically, um, if you watch for three hours a day, you won't get a repeat for two and a half years. Okay, so and three hours every day. This is like every, day. every mm. single day, day in, day out, 365 days a year. That's a lot of... That's a lot of TV watching. Yeah, well, some people it's not, but <laughs> most people, if they just sit down for a couple of hours a day, three hours a day is pretty good. That's, um, yeah, two and a half years worth. So it's pretty decent. And we're, what we're planning to do with this box is get it into all sorts of places because originally it was for the Pacific Islands, right? Sure. But we found so many other ways that we can use it. Um, one is people can get one personally for evangelism. The cool thing about it is okay, you can... Just, just before you go there, yeah. before you go there. So in the Pacific Islands, in scenarios like that, all you've got to do is give a person the box, they plug it into their TV, and they've got, you know, just an unlimited... You, you could basically argue an unlimited amount of Christian TV available. Pretty much. And it's updatable. There's still space on it to allow yes. more programs. This is my question. Is like I, I could imagine then a feature where you have the box and then you have the ability to constantly, you know ship out content um, it, it almost conscription uh, sub- subscription subscription <laughs> yikes um, almost subscription like so that you're constantly updating with, with new mm. things that come through yeah so we plan every year to have some uh, USB stick you can plug it in just click the import button it will import more programs mm. and if you run out of space of course you can delete some things off it but basically yeah, it just imports off the stick into the box, into its internal memory system, mm-hmm. and then you can watch the programs. Um, but if you have an internet connection, the MySDA TV app is also loaded on here, so you get all the streaming of all those Adventist channels, plus all the three ABN programs you can download to Interlus from the MySDA TV app. Okay, so if you've got, um, say, a a developing country and you've given somebody one of these boxes, they've got an unlimited Christian TV in their home, but they don't necessarily have any internet in their village, but at some stage the internet will arrive, and so when it does, you just simply plug it in Mm. and then it's streaming all of your, you know, current stuff that is happening right now anyway. Yeah, Mm. that's right. So it's it's basically two boxes in one. You've got offline and online Okay, so here in Australia, what you've got is a box that is going to provide you with Christian television, regardless of whether the internet is working or not, because, I mean, let's face it, sometimes you change houses, you move, or somebody, you know, runs an excavator through the, uh, through the fibre line outside your house or whatever it might be, and you are without internet, or it rains, you know, cats and dogs like it is right now. Uh, and this is your bridge. Like, seamlessly, nothing changes. You just keep watching That's right. um, Christian TV as is, as if nothing happened at all. Yeah. Basically, how it works is you turn it on, you go go into the, well, the menu comes up. You can either watch and it generates a random playlist and you can pick from categories. Then you've got um, a search section. You can even add favourites. But in the search section, 
really cool thing is you can search for specific people or specific topics or, or keywords in each program. So there's a whole bunch of metadata loaded in. So you can look for Doug Batchelor, for instance, if you wanted to listen to him or, or someone like that. And at any time, you can do that. But the main reason... The main things I want to get onto this before we run out, we've got like three minutes. Yeah, we've got three minutes. I just wanted to ask, uh, um, yeah. our, our fans are going to want to know the answer to this one. Can you get the n.digital on there? No, you can't actually oh, unless you to... go to YouTube. <laughs> ah, the YouTube's loaded onto okay. it. All right. oh, so that's on there as well? Yeah. Mm, fantastic. And and actually, my SDA TV app, you can actually go to a little icon on there which gives you church services from around the world oh, on wow. YouTube. Um, but so do you get all of the random YouTube stuff? Or random yeah, that's all on there too if, sure. you, if you do want to. Yeah. But you could search for Lyle Southwell and find all the programs you're on that we've recorded, uh, Let God Speak and 3ABN Now and things like that. So, But um, what I want to do, cover while we've still got yes. two and a half minutes left, is the actual um, things that you can use it for. So you can use it for personal growth and general viewing. You can use it to spread the gospel with family, friends, neighbours, workmates, local communities, just... Get, invite people home, say, hey, look, I've got this series. Do you want to go through the series? So you watch episode by episode. Mm. Even churches can do that each week. They can ha- say, we've got a special speaker. You just put, put that on. Um, and you don't, you're not governed by what's being broadcast at the time. You know, you can put it whenever you want. It's on mm. demand. Um, so for prayer meetings, small groups, Sabbath afternoon church meetings, or even church services where the speaker's not available in community out in rural area. Um, you can use it for cooking health cooking evangelism, because it's, oh, I've got to get into that. Um, children's groups, um, you can use it in aged care facilities where people cannot get the satellite in their room or internet. They can use this box in their room. Um, you can use it in a caravan without a satellite dish, and you can take it wherever you want, even if oh, you go overseas. Oh, that's cool. Your grey nomads can uh, can use this right across Australia. Yeah, and you can you can take it overseas if you go on holiday, well, when that ever happens again. <laughs> Um, but the sort of things you get on there, health programs, kids' programs, sermons, um, family issues, recovery programs, um, uh, what else have we got? Apologetics, exercise, music, um, Bible study programs, even an astronomy program, um, and a whole bunch of things like that, prophecy so it's got a huge amount so of So I can, I can take this with me when I go to, uh, you know, my trip across the Canning Stock Route in Western Australia, you know, the world's longest highway between fuel stops, the most remote place in the world pretty much that you can go. Yeah, that's right. And you get all that on it. And I've still got, I've still got two and a half years worth of watching when I'm in the middle of the canning stock room. And you can just take this box, you can take this box and just give it to a friend, couldn't you? You could. Um, you got a friend that you're witnessing to that you want to share with and just hand them the box. Well, as an example, like there's one person the that I know who wants to do that with a minister from another church in a rural area, uh, country town here in Australia. So, I mean, amazing the sort of things that you can use this box for. Um, people just interested. We've heard from many different people. Um, who want to use it and have ordered it. So we've got lots available. We had a 1,000 of them in stock, but half of those, okay, and I better get this quickly. We want to send as many as we can to the Pacific Islands, and we've got a shipment that we want to send to Papua New Guinea in the next few weeks. Okay. Mm. So, All right, so we've got some major projects here that we would like to see supported. Um, there is so much that you can do with the box, and you can support this uh, very quickly. If somebody wants a box or they want to support the project, how do they get in contact with you guys? They go to 3abinaustralia.org.au, have a look. You go to the Donate tab, and uh, that's where we you can 
do all that and order it there too. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.